Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem will be starting Maseches Megillah, Daf Beis at the top. And so, together with Maseches Megillah, you can't talk about Maseches Megillah or about Purim itself without talking about Megillas Esther. We have an actual Megillas Esther, unlike for Hanukkah, where we do have Megillas Tainus and it talks about Hanukkah. Here we have the actual Megillas Esther, where we learn in Megillas Esther itself. It says, Umaymar Esther. That is a pasuk from Megillah Esther itself. And it says, Okay, this is all written in a book. I go back and I'll read to you in English what's going on here. That the Jews and the king's provinces, I'm reading now from Megillah Esther, defending themselves, and they got what's called relief, Noach, from their for, from their from their enemies. Okay, and they slayed seventy five thousand of their enemies. Okay, and that was says Megillus Esther. That was the thirteenth day of Adar. Okay, and they did, and and then it says, but then they rested on the fourteenth, making it a day of Mishteva Simcha. So the very Megillus Esther tells you that the fourteenth was a day of Mishteva Simcha. And then the Megillus Esther continues to say, but the Jews in Shushan, they got together on the 13th and 14th of Adar, and they rested on the 15th, making the 15th a day of Mishteva Simcha. And then the Megillus Esther says, that's why the Jewish villagers who lives in the Prazot, Prazot is unwalled cities, okay, celebrate the 14th of Adar as an occasion of Mishteva Simcha, and that's it. For a day of, as it says, Hayoshim Bari Prazotosim is Yom Arba Sar Lachodesh Adar Simcha Mishta Viyamtov Umishloch Manot Ish Lereyeu. Wow. So that's a beautiful thing. Binyamin knows how to lay in Megillah, and you see that this is what they did. And Mordechai recorded all of these events, and he said to all the Jews, they should observe annually the 14th and the 15th day of Adar as days on which they got. This and the month was transformed, right, from Evel to Yontiv, and the great Miyagon, Lesimcha, Evel Yontiv, to make them Yemei Mishtev, Simcha, Mishloch, Manot, Ishtarim, Matonot, Le Evionim. Okay, now, what, what is mentioned here, what is not mentioned here? What is mentioned here is multiplicity of dates. Apparently, a difference between the 14th and the 15th, whether you're in Prazos, which is a regular city, or what we'll call a Krach, which is a walled city, and what's not mentioned is perhaps more fascinating. It doesn't say anything about reading the Megillah. It just says, Mishteh, Viyantiv, right? Matanos Levyonim. Okay? So the question is, when, first of all, where do we see that we read the Megillah? So it says that you should also, Lakayim, it says that you should also do a Zikaron, right? That you're supposed to do a Zikaron, but it, the way it, it tells you to do the zikaron is only for the arbasa, right? And later it says that if you are on the 14th, you're supposed to do a zikaron. It says at the end, right? So you see that you're going to do a zikaron. But the question is, what is the Zikaron? So, because we have 
a Megillus uh, Esther, it's it would be a shame not to read the Megillus Esther on on Purim. And obviously, it says that you're supposed to annually celebrate. So certainly, it would make sense to annually read the story of Megillus Esther, and that is a essential part of our celebration of Purim. But in the Megillah itself, it mentions a lot of things that need to be sorted out in, in the very beginning of Masechus Megillah. And that is, when are we doing the Zikaron of the actual Mikra Megillah? The Yemei Simcha V'yantiv is clear in Megillah's Esther itself. That the Simcha V'yantiv and Ratanus Levyonim is going to be on the 14th of Adar in the Prazos and on the 15th of Adar in the Krachim. However, the actual reading of the Megillah is unclear. It seems, Pashat, and we'll see, that the 14th of Adar would be the day, um, that every year we know that we're going to have a Yantiv, but the idea of when we're going to do the Zikaron seems clear that in the Prazos, it's going to be on the 14th. However, in the walled cities, okay, the the it would make more sense, or it make as much sense, to maybe say, you could do it every day. Good morning, Max. We stalled for you. We could do it every day in the walled cities, every day of Adar in the walled cities. Or maybe it would be um, the whole the month. Or maybe it would be the 13th, maybe the 15th. Because as we see, there was a multiplicity of days in Shushan where this was celebrate, uh, celebrated. And there, uh, the idea already that we're going to celebrate it differently in walled cities and in the regular Prazim and the unwalled cities is already built into the Megillah. Now, on top of that, so we see the Megillah, as we said, already tells you to do the Simcha Mishnah Matanos Levyonim. And so on top of that, we also have another logistic issue, which is in the days that are mentioned in the Megillah, there was also something called a Kfar, right? There is also a smaller city. And so Mikra Megillah has a couple of issues with it. Number one, it's not 100% clear from the Megillah Esther when you're supposed to read it. So we see it was a Takanus Chazal to read Megillus Esther. But the other logistic issue that's unrelated to the ambiguity in Megillus Esther is the fact that in a Kfar, they didn't have the people who knew how to read Megillah. Okay, according to most Rishonim, that is the reason why they can only read Megillah on days where they assembled in the large cities. And we did not want to put people out, right? It would be too much of a tircha. They're already going into the market. That was customary, as Rashi explains. Uh, we'll see in our Mishnah. On Shaini v'chamishi, right? On Mondays and Thursdays. So if you're only going in on Mondays and Thursdays, and we're not going to make you come in again on Tuesday and Wednesday because you also not only have to read the Megillah, you also have to get ready for the, for the Purim feast. And you're going to get that in the market. And you need to prepare for such a feast. So you're not going to go in and out and in and out, right? If you're in a kfar, traveling was not that easy. And to make you go any other day other than Monday and Thursday, we're not going to make you go. So therefore, comes out, we have three categories of cities, where the Takanas Chazal of reading the Megillah applies. And that is depending where you live. If you live in a kfar, a small city, you're only going to do it on a Monday or Thursday. And we'll see, you're not going to do it later than the Tesvav, you're only going to do it earlier. If you live in what we call Prazim in the Megillus Esther, what's called Ayaros in our Mishnah, then you're going to do it on the 14th. And if you live in a walled city, then you're going to do it on the 15th. Walled from when? From when the story of Purim happened, obviously. Obviously, no. 
not from then. <laughs> the Gemara will discuss walled from the days of Yeshua ben Nun. And before we start the Mishnah, why walled from the days of Yeshua ben Nun? Because guess what? When did this historically happen? Between the Baisrisha and Baisheni, right? This is a prelude to coming back, the feeble attempt of, I mean, we, we made, managed to build the second base of Mikdash, but it wasn't the best and the brightest that were coming to Israel, as we discussed uh, in Megillah's Masechus Titus. <clears throat> Only four out of the 24 Mishmaros showed up and came back, which was represented the fact that not everybody came in Yemei Ezra, but what was going on? There was a churban, there was destruction. In the days of Shushan, Israel, as we know it, was not at its best. And so it would be really, really uh, not a good look if you're celebrating Shushan Purim only in actual Iraq or wherever Shushan was, and you're not celebrating Shushan Purim in the walled city of Yerushalayim. That would be terrible. And so as an homage to Eretz Israel, right, we are going to say, you know what, no. We are going to celebrate it in which cities that were walled at the time that we were at our first entrance and rebuild and, and building of Israel in the first place when Yeshua ben Nun came and conquered and we were at full strength. May we return to full strength. And so, with all that background, the Mishnah says, Turns out after all that we said, that when you're going to read the Megillah, if you put together all the different kinds of cities, the Kfar, the Ayaros, right, and the Krach, you're going to end up that on any given uh, year, it might be read on either the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, or 15th of Adar, never before, never after. How so? Let's see. The cities that are the big metropolis that have a wall around them, from the days of Yeshua ben Nun, as we discussed, you are always going to read it on the 15th of Adar. Kfar and Vayaris Gedolos. Now, if you're a Kfar and Vayaris Gedolos, Korin B'Yudalad, then typically, Mi'ikar Adin, we'll call it, you're going to read it on the 14th of Adar. Ella, except for one caveat, which we already discussed, Shakfar and Makdim and Liyam that there's a Yom HaKnisa, which, as we know, is the Sheni V'chamishe, as Rashi explained, and we're not going to make you go more than once, so they're always going to read on a Monday or Thursday, so even though they're supposed to read on the 14th, we allow you to read it earlier, in other words, and therefore, you're only going to read it on the most recent Monday or Thursday. Ketzad, so how so? How does it work out that it's anywhere between the 11th and the 15th? Chalios, Yodalad B'Sheni. So let's say the 14th falls out on Monday. Well, then you're in luck. Because then you're going to read it on the day it's supposed to be. Because it's Monday. And you go in, right, as we explain, everybody's going to go in. The, the people in the villages in the Kfar will go into the Ayaros. Kfar and Ayaros, Kedolos, Karim, Bobayom, right? They're all going to be able to read it on the 14th because it is, in fact, Monday. Of course, the Mukafas Choma, which we'll call Yerushalayim, they're going to read it on the 15th. Chalios, Mishlishi, or V, Tuesday or Wednesday. So Kfar, Makdim, Liyom, Aknisa. Ayaros, Kedolos, Karim, Bobayom. Right, so then you're going to do it on the previous Monday. Now, the Ayaris themselves, as the Mishnah says, Korin Bobayam, they're going to read it either, either on Tuesday or Wednesday. They're going to read it on the actual 14th. But, and, Umbukafas Chomelamachar, says the Mishnah, right? And, and so the Ayaris Kedolos are always going to read it on the 14th because they have the rabbis, they have the big shuls, they can read it on the actual 14th, right? We don't really have Kfarim these days because transportation is different. We don't have anybody reading it, right? This is not a Lachlamaisa for today. Today, anybody who's not in a walled city is going to read it on the 14th and everybody else is going to read it on the 15th. But it's not for the. Ah, uh, so Binyamin asks a question. Early. What? I didn't do it again. 
Right. Really performs on Wednesday, so he's got to read it Monday, but he's not really doing it. All right. Spoken like the true Gabbai of Shomrei. Binyamin is the Gabbai of Shomrei, and he's, the, and he's also the Balkare, and he's also the Baltfila. He's basically a jack of all trades at Shomrei. He's the show. So he, he knows that if this was the time of the Mishnah, he's already nervous retroactively, uh, like, because he knows that had he lived in that time, he'd be the one reading the Megillah for the people coming in on Monday, right? For him, it's going to be Purim on Tuesday or Wednesday, and yet he's going to have to read it on Monday when everybody assembles from the cities, right? The town, the townspeople of Baltimore are going to wait until Tuesday or Wednesday. But when people come from Silver Spring, they're going to have to read it on Monday. Now, that poses somewhat of a question. Well, not for now. But Binyamin is not a chiv on Monday. He's only a chiv on Tuesday and Wednesday. Can he be Motsay, the people of Silver Spring? Stop with the lambdas, Binyamin. We've got to get through this. We have a short year today. Okay. But that's a good question in itself. Now, so that's how you're going to end up Tuesday and Wednesday. You bring it back one or two days. You're going to end up with either the 13th or the 12th, right? Chaliyos Bishlishi. Right? Kfar Makdim Leo Maknisa. You're going to end up on the previous day, which is either going to be the 13th or if it falls out on Wednesday, it'll be the, the uh, 12th. Now, Chalios Bechamishi, then you're in luck again, right? 14th falls out on Thursday. Just as if it fell on a Monday, you're in luck. Everybody is reading it on the day that you're supposed to read it, okay? Chalios Erev Shabbos. Ah, now let's throw in another little detail. You can't read the Megillah on Shabbos. We'll discuss that, I think, Dalit or, or Hey. You can't read the Megillah on Shabbos for the same reason you can't blow a shofar on Shabbos. The same reason we don't bring a, a, a lulav on Shabbos. The famous Gezer Takanas Chazal. Now, of course, the shofar and the, and the lulav are Raisa. This is the Takanas Chazal Derabanan, the Kriyosa Megillah. But not for now. We will discuss it, though, in due, in due course. So don't be nervous, Barry. Now, Chalios Erev Shabbos. So what happens is, if the 14th, Falls out on Erev Shabbos. So, Kfarim Akdimim Leom Aknisa. The Kfarim are going to do it on the 13th, right? Because they don't do it on Fridays anyway. They only do Monday and Thursday. The Yaros Gedolos Umukafos Choma Karin Bobayom. That's going to be the one scenario, right, where the big cities and the Yaros Mukafos Choma are going to do it on the same day. They're both going to do it on the 15th, on the 14th rather. That's going to be a day where even the walled cities will not do it on the 15th, because the 15th is on Shabbos. What if the 14th falls out on Shabbos? Says the Mishnah, Chalios b'Shabbos, Kfarim, ve'ayaros gedolos, makdimim v'korin, liyom aknisa. There, the, right, the um, Krachim, the walled cities are going to do it on Sunday, right? Because that's the 15th for them. However, the Kfarim and the Yaros gedolos, they're both, that's the one case where the Ayaros Kedolos are not going to do it with the Krachim as, it, as they do if it falls out on Friday, but they do it with the what? The Kfarim. That's when everybody's going to get together. The people from Silver Spring and from Baltimore will both be doing it on the Yom HaKnisa, right? Because they, the 14th falls out on Shabbos. And once you're already moving it, then move it back already two days. Once you already, when you can do it on the 14th, so do it in Shomrei or in Shire Zion on the 14th, right? Uh, however, if you already can't do it on the 14th, because the 14th happens to be Shabbos, and you're going to move it, so let everybody celebrate together, both the people from Silver Spring and the people of Baltimore, let them both do it on the Yom HaKnisa, which in this case would obviously be the 15th. 
uh, in other words, which would obviously be Thursday, rather, which would be the 13th. Okay. Uh, the 12th. The 12th, the 12th. Because 14th is Shabbos, so two days prior would be the 12th. Thanks, Max. Okay. So you're going to do it on Thursday, the 12th. Good. And then, wait a minute. If you're doing it on the 12th, so then when it says Lamachar, it doesn't mean the next day on Friday, the 13th. It means not Friday the 13th, but Sunday, Lamachar, the day after the, right, the day after the 14th, which is the 15th, which is Sunday. Good. Now, what if it falls on Sunday? Chalios Achar Shabbos. So 14th is on Sunday. So let's see. 14th on Sunday, it should be good. Kfar Makdim Yom Aknisa. So what's, what's cool about that one is the, right, the Shomrei, the Ayaros are going to do it on the regular day, on Sunday. Right? Yushalayim is going to do it on Monday. No problema. What's cool about this one is that Sunday is the one time when the actual Kfarim, Silver Spring, is they're going to end up doing it on the 11th. That's the case that hops the 11th, because the Thursday is three days before, right? So Kfarim Makdim Leom Aknisa, right? The Kfarim are going to go back to the previous Thursday, which comes out on the 11th, three days before Sunday, which is the 14th. Vayaros Kedalos Karin Babayom, and Mukafas Choma Lamachar, right? The Yaros Kedalos going to do Sunday, Mukafas Choma Lamachar, right? We do have, we do have the Purim Meshulash embedded in here. We're going to talk about it, right? Because this schedule is the Megillah schedule. But Andrew, it doesn't have to be the Suda and Mishnah schedule. Because you could do a Suda and Mishnah on Shabbos, right? You could do a Suda and Mishnah, you don't, right? Um, or, and if you, and if you move the, the date back of Megillah to the Yom Aknisa, let's say it falls out on Shabbos. So you move back the Yom, the, the reading of the Megillah to the Yom Aknisa two days earlier, right? As Max mentioned, the 12th. But that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily move back to the Mishnah of Simcha to coordinate with it. As we know, sometimes those can have a different schedule, and that's how you get into a spread out fun per Mishulash. Okay. So that is the Mishnah. So for the, the last case with the Kfar, we, yeah. it makes more sense to move back more days than just to move forward one. Oh, so Max asked a question of the Gemara. Are you related to Ravashi and Ravina? Yes. The, the Gemara. Uncle Ashi. Uncle Ashi. <laughs> The, uh, the Gemara asks that. Why don't we do, just move one day forward and celebrate with everyone else on Sunday, right? Why are we going on Monday uh, or on Sunday? Why are, we, why are we sending the people to Silver Spring to do it on the 11th when the 14th falls out on Sunday? Instead of just moving it one day forward, let's, why are we moving it three days back? So let's see. Gemara will ask that. Says the Gemara. So first of all, not just specifically, um, not just specifically the 11th, Although maybe be, as, as per Max's point, uh, that's, that's the one case where it's really out of the calendar. So where do we learn this whole idea that this day is a fluid day altogether? Says the Gemara, minalan, kedabayin lameim alakaman. What do you mean? We're going to teach you why. Right, we have a rationale. In other words, minalan implies that we have a pasuk, we have some sort of source, but we don't need a source, says the Gemara. We, this is at the Kanas of Chazal, and Chazal had a, not a source, but a reason, like a pragmatic rationale, which had to do with when the day of assembly was, right, on the Sheni Chamishi. Because the brothers in Silver Spring, in the, in the little villages, in the Kfar, uh, had to get, right, um, food and water for their relatives in the villages. That's, that's how it used to work, right? The towns received the provisions from Silver Spring. Uh, it was a 
topsy-durvy, right? <laughs> Today, you have to go into town to get the kosher food. But then, they used to have the big cities, and the little farm around used to be able to, to, to bring the stuff. So, had you made the villagers, says the, the, uh, says, explains the Ritva, had you made the villagers come to Lane Megillah to make the trip, they wouldn't be able to get ready to prepare the foods for the people in the city to go get the foods for their suda. Okay. So, in other words, it's a practical concern. It doesn't apply today, but there was a practical concern, and that was the reason. We don't need a, a source. Well, it's a, it's still Kiddush that it could be a fluid day, but the actual source is not scriptural. So, Anan Hachi Kaminan. But there is a scriptural thing, um, indeed embedded in the Megillah, as we said. The, it's the ambiguity that allows us to do this. Says the Gemara, this is what we meant to ask. Mechdi, Kula Anshek Nesis Takninu. Obviously, the Anshe Knesset Hagdola were the ones, right, who made these Takanas. These are the Anshe Knesset Hagdola, Yudal Tesvav Tikun. So, this is what the Mishnah meant to ask. A technicality as follows. It has to be that this fluidity of, of the 11th to the 15th was established already by the time of the Anshe Knesset Hagdola. Because, had it been established uh, by the Anshe Knesset Hagdola, that it can only be read on the 14th or the 15th, there would be no uh, greater Bezdin later that could have added this extra dates of the 11th and the 12th and the 13th. Why so? Because, Batnan, right, Ein Bezdin Yachol Levatel Divrei Bezdin Chavero. So we learn in the Mishnah in Adios that you cannot have a Bezdin that overrides a Bezdin that previously issued any decree, that the only way you could do so is if the subsequent Bezdin is greater, both in numbers and in wisdom. So, there is no Bezdin that's greater in numbers and in wisdom than Anshik Nesel Gdola. And therefore, right, the very presence of these extra days, because we know that there could not have been another Bezdin that that, that's, that would have inst- had the power to institute it, it had to have been instituted by the Anshek Nesit Gadola. Says the Gemara, Kulo Tekinu, right? That everything that we're reading now in the Mishnah was an institution of the Anshek Nesit Gadola. And the question that we're asking is, Hecha where is the Remez in the Psukim for the ability of the Anshek Nesit Gadola to make these fluid days? Yeah. So, no, they don't get it right. It's a good question. So the answer is, a scriptural source, it doesn't have to come from the actual Chumash. It could come from the Megillus Esther as itself as it does. As we read in the introduction, Amar of Shem and Bar Abba, Amar of Yochran, we're going to have two different approaches as to where Chazal, Anche Knesset Gedola, got this idea of doing the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, as follows. Amar Kra. The Pasuk says in, in, in Megillus Esther, Lakayim We already read that. That's towards the very end. Right, Pasuk Lamed Aleph, it says that you should have it bismanehem. Oh, so bismanehem is an allusion to an ambig- uh, a multiplicity and ambiguity of days. Comes from bismanehem, that gave Anshik Nesakdola the ability to take into consideration the Kfar and the Ayaros, etc. Okay, the Gemara says, however, don't forget, we have two, we, we have two different things going on, right? There's two separate things. There's the difference between Baltimore and New York, or Baltimore and Yerushalayim, we'll say. There's a difference between the uh, Prazim, as the Megillah discuss, calls, calls it, which is regularly Ayaros, and the walled cities. That's already built into the Megillah. 
right? And that could be what it's talking about when it says Bizbanehem, because we already have the multiplicity of dates mentioned in the Megillah. And then there's this other thing completely, which is Silver Spring versus Baltimore, which is like a Darabonan consideration. So Zmanehem says the Gemara, right? Hami Baile Lagufe. We need to do that to just learn the 14th and the 15th. So says the Gemara, Im Kain Lemakrazman. No, we're taking the word Zmanehem now and we're picking apart like we're splitting the atom here. He could have said Zman, Umai Zmanehem, Zmanim Tuva. Zmanehem, the way it's mentioned, it means even more, even more than just 14th, 15th, a lot of different dates. Maybe, but still, in other words, Zmanim Tuva means, could still mean Shushan Purim versus Purim, that one is not like the other, one's on the 14th, the other 15th. The Gemara says, no. It would have said Zmanam. My Zmanehem, the extra Yudin, right, and the extra, hey, of Zmanehem, Shmamina Kulhu. That is uh, not the word we would have used. Zmanam would have mentioned Purim and Shushan Purim. Zmanehem is like, we got a lot of dates here. Oh, okay. So we have a lot of dates there. So once you have a lot of dates there, so says the Gemara, Ema Zmanim Tuva. So maybe it should be like, we should nichnas other marbim b'mikras megillah. Like, let's read it every day. It says Zmanehem, so that's a lot of dates. Maybe we should read it every day in Adar. Says the Gemara, Zmanehem dumya Zmanam. Oh, ma Zmanam tre af Zmanehem tre. That it doesn't really say Zmanam. But had it said Zmanam, so then it would have been referring to the, the, uh, the, Wednesday, the uh, 14th and the 15th. And Zmanehem means that we're not adding a whole bunch of 15 extra days or whatever. It means that we're adding another two days. But now you got to count. We have the 14th and the 15th. We're adding another two days. Well, Andrew, another two days would mean only 12th and the 13th added. How do we know that it could be another three days, the 11th? 12th and 13th, Kumar asks, Ay, So if you're going to say that the Zmanahem is adding two more days, so then maybe it should only be read all the way from the 12th to the 15th, but not from the 11th. Says the Gemara, Yeah, I just read you the Psukim. It says on the 13th, that's when we really got all together and had the actual victory. So that everybody knows is going to be an eligible day. You don't even need. So you look in the Megillah and you see that the Gimel was a for sure a day that we celebrated. And that does not need to be added. So So when you made the Takan and you added two days, you knew already that you weren't adding uh, uh, 13th because that was already added in the Megillah itself in essence. And therefore, you're adding the 11th and the 12th. Okay, but the Gemara now asks, finally masks, Max's question, the Ema Shitsar Vishar, why are we adding the days before the fourteenth, fifteenth? Maybe we should add the sixteenth and seventeenth. Says the Gemara, Velo Yavor Ksiv. It says in the Megillah, Velo Yavor. That is in Pasuk Chaf Zain. Velo Yavor Yos Osi Mitchneha Ele. Which means when these days come, you better not pass it. You better take the opportunity and take it on right away. And therefore, even if uh the 14th falls out on a Sunday, Max. We're not going to just do it the next day. Lo yavar. You cannot pass it. You cannot do it later. Oh. So that was the Shita of, right, um, of Rav Shemin Ba'aba in the name of Yochanan. Now, Rav Shemul Ba'nachmeni says, we learn from a different thing. Amar Krab, Kayamim Asher Nachu Bahem Ayudim. It says, it's like the days that the Jews rested. Well, when did they rest? Nachu is referred to as the 14th and the 15th. Says the Gemara, Kayamim. Yamim, Kayamim. Just like you had two days that you rested in the 14th and 15th, Larabos, Yud, Aleph, and Yud, Bez. And we're going to use the same algorithm that 
in other words, the whole point is how do we know they were adding two days, right? Because once you know that you're adding two days, you know it's not going to be the 13th. That they're going to share that reasoning because it's mentioned in the Megillah. And you're not, you know you're not going to do later. They're going to share that reasoning as well. The only question is where are you getting the extra two days? So it's either Zmanihem or Kayami. That you're going to add two days, right? Larabas, Yudalfi, Yudbez. You're adding the, the 11th and the 12th. And here we have the Dafyomi gold, where you just go through the same reasoning uh, to know that it's not the 13th or the 16th and 17th, as follows. Said the Gemara, Ve'ema, Trace, Oklesar. How do we know it's not 12th and 13th? Amar Shmuel, Yitzchak. Right, you'd gimel's man kihila lakolshi as we as we applied before. The thirteenth was a day for everyone, and therefore you don't have to add it. I ve'em v'shisav v'shivsar. How do you know it's not the sixteenth, seventeenth? V'lo yavar ksiv, just like we had said before by Rav Shemin. We're now saying it also by Rav Shmuel, by Nachmani. So now the Gemara says, why did one not hold like the other? Rav Shmuel ben Nachmani, my time alo amar bizmanahem. Why did he not hold like Rav Shemin that was bizmanahem? Because zman zmanim bizmanahem lamashmalei. Yeah, you, in order to hold of Zmanahem, you have to take the word Zmanahem and pick it apart five different ways. And so he didn't want to do that. He just uses Kayamim. It's simpler. I, Rav Shemim Bar Abba, my time alone are Kayamim. So why didn't Rav Shemim Bar Abba not go with the straight up Kayamim, which is easier? Yeah, Kayamim was in order to teach you that just like we celebrated then, we celebrate now. Right? It wasn't, it didn't, wasn't meant to teach you anything about the days of the Mikra Megillah. Oh, so now in the third wide line, Amar Rabba Bar Rabchana, Bar Rabchana, Amar Biochanan, Zu Divrei Rabbi Kiva Stimaya. That the whole Megillah that says that we can read it early in the 14th, right, is actually like Rabbi Akiva Stimta. Why is he called Rabbi Akiva Stimta? Because we see here on the first uh, daf in Megillah, we have no Tosos, we have Rashi on both sides, and Rashi goes through a whole thing. He says he heard it, but he's not sure if it's 100% uh, true. But basically, anybody who's a Stam Mishnah, we know Stam Mishnah is Rabbi Meir, right? Now, Rabbi Meir is Rabbi Kiva's Talmud, right? And it turns out that a Stam Mishnah is Rabbi Meir, Stam Tosefta is Rabbi Nehemiah, Stam Sifra is Rabbi Yehuda, and Vekulo Stimai, right, is a Liba de Rabbi Kiva. All of these people who are Stam Mishnah, or Stam, Medr- Stam uh, Tosefta, etc., are all the Talmidim that Rabbi Kiva was left with after his Talmidim were killed, the ones that he was left with, we go according to their stum, which, is, which uh, earned him the nickname, so to speak, the name Rabbi Kiva, Steam Ta. That is Rashi's trying to explain why we're calling him it. But we're talking about the actual <coughs> Rabbi Kiva that we know and love, right? That is the uh, name. So anyways, the point is that our mission is saying we're like Rabbi Kiva, the Darsh Zman's Manam Zmanehem. Right, that in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, which makes sense, right, because um, Rabbi Shemin uh, <coughs> did, in fact, Bar Abba did, in fact, quote Rabbi Yochanan. He held like Rabbi Akiva because he le- heard, learned zman zman zmanehem. Right, all of our Mishnah is according to Rabbi Akiva. That which, which we know is according to Rabbi Akiva. The Chachamim don't hold that. The Chachamim hold you can only do it on the fourteenth or fifteenth. We're not going to bring the um, Kfarim in on any other day. Says the Gemara, Meisvei, is that really true? Amar Rabbi Yehuda, a Masai, when do you read the Megillah? Bizman she'ashonim ketiknan. The only time you could read it earlier than the 14th is when the Bezdin is actually fixing the years. V'Yisrael shurin alad matam, and the Jewish people are in their own land. Ava bizman azeh, bizman azeh means in the days of the, of the Gullahs. Holom istaklin ba, ein karnasa ela bizmana. What's holom istaklin ba? 
So this is Manazet. It's not referring to this Manazet today, even though we are in days of Gullus, we be restored um, to Israel, but it's referring to a time when we're in Gullus and we're looking at the calendar um, and we're not really sure because we don't have the proper right calendar and the proper Edim and so we don't know exactly when Pesach is. So what, how do we judge when Pesach is? We look to see when we read the Megillah. You know they're supposed to be Sholin Vidorshin 30 days before the Chag um, in the Halachas of the Chag. Well, 30 days before Pur, before Pesach is Purim. So at the Purim Suda, you could be start talking about Chametz and Matzah, right? Because it's 30 days before. So because we look at the, cre- at the reading of the Megillah to tell us when Pesach is, that's the reasoning brought in the Gemara for why the Chachamim held that we can only read it in its proper day when you're in Golos and we don't yet, right, um, know exactly what the calendar is, although, right, so, so the, again, there's three historical times. There's the first one where Yisrael Shurin al-Matan, where the calendar is totally fixed and everybody knows exactly what's going on. So then you can have the fluidity of the days. But then after that, once it's destroyed, you need to have the fixed, um, the fixed days of the Megillah. Okay. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, how, how is this a, a stira to Rabbi Yehuda? Because Rabbi Yehuda, leave with the man. Who does Rabbi Yehuda hold like? If he holds like Rabbi Akiva, then Avila Bismanazet, Isalahaitakanta, right? In other words, for Rabbi Akiva, this is Bismanazet. Rabbi Akiva lived mostly in the time of the Chorban Abais. And so Rabbi Kiva holds that you can have a multiplicity of days. And yet Rabbi Yehuda says that once you're in the day of the Chorban, you needed to keep the days fixed, according to the Chamim, on the Wednesday and the Thursday, right, in order to keep the calendar correct for Pesach. Says the Gemara, no. El-Alav, Aliba Darabonin. So Rabbi Yehuda, by the fact that he says that you have to keep Wednesday and Thursday, must hold like the Rabbanon. Right, however, the, he, it must be referring to a time that, of course, when you are, right, in the, in the fixed, right, pro, in the fixed time, then you're going to be reading it on the Wednesday and Thursday. But still, it's against the opinion of Yochanan who holds that according to the Chachamim, the Megillah can never be read before the 14th, right? So that's Tiyufta der Yochanan Tiyufta, right? In other words, Bizman Bizman that the years are Ketiknan, Rabbi Yochanan holds that the Chachamim, would say that you can make that you can make early, and we see that in fact that according to right according to the Chachamim, according to what we said previously by Rabbi Yehuda, the Chachamim never held that that you can make early. So can you make early or not according to the Chachamim? So uh, or another version of that discussion. As we said, that's Rabbi Kiva. So Tanya Nami Achi, I'm a Ryuda in my sight. Right? In other words, the same same discussion. The Chachamim say that Bismanazeh, right, since we are looking, this is talking about Bisman of Chorban, since we have to be careful about when Pesach starts, we only read it on the 14th, 15th. So Tanya Nami Achi, we also learned in the following Brisa. Right, Amar Rabbi Yehuda in Masai. Rabbi Yehuda says, "When are the people in the Kfar allowed to read Megillah earlier than the fourteenth? Bisman Shashanim Ketiknan Vishal Shurin Al Masan. Again, it's only at the time when you're not going to be confused, and therefore the years are fixed, and and Kaisal is like in control of what's going on because they're in Israel and they know what's going on. Of a Bisman Ba. Since we look to see the date of the Megillah in order to determine when Pesach will fall, in Karnasa Ela Bismana, we can only read it in its proper time. Oh. We are supposed to, to have already started. So, so just turn the page. It says, Rav Ashi, Kashalei, Rav Yehuda, Rav Ashi noted that this is a stira in Rabbi Yehuda. 
in the next Mishnah, Umokim Lak Lebrisa Kerb Yosi Bar Yehuda. So we'll start tomorrow, wow, on the top of Bezim and Bez, and we'll read through and sort out this issue.